Hi, this is your host, Stella Rem. Welcome to today's episode of Master Your Being, a show where I talk about how to master your thoughts, feelings, and behavior while sharing my own journey of self-mastery with you along the way. Be sure to follow me on social media to see what I'm up to. You can find me on Facebook, TikTok, and Mastodon by searching for The Della Rem. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Let's get started. Hey folks, it's Della. Welcome back to Master Your Being. I hope you are doing well. So I want to talk about what happens when you find pieces of yourself, right? So when you're working through the healing process and you come across a truth, right? And that truth is is a piece of yourself. The, the, the truth, for example, for me, the truth of my powerlessness was that I put my power away to appease the people around me, right? So there was a, there was a truth there. But the powerlessness caused me to also hide lots of little things about myself. It, it caused me to uh, be afraid to engage in conversations with people, to speak my own truth, to have an opinion to anything really, right? So there were lots of things there that I did based on the powerlessness that weren't true. But all of those pieces of myself, the ability to have the conversations or do the things, those pieces of myself are the truth of who I am. And my fear of them is only because I forgot that I had those pieces, that I had that power. I forgot I hid those things on myself. You see, it's kind of like digging through the cupboard, digging through a closet, and you get all the way to the back and you haven't been back there in 15 years and you forgot you had X, Y, and Z, right? You forgot you had all the things, right? <laughs> like, I didn't know I had one of these. Where'd this come from, right? It's it's that mentality. That That's where we get to. It's that place of healing when you're digging through the pain and you come across this bit and it's like, you mean I had the power to have those conversations all along? I didn't know that. But now suddenly you're scared of it because it's like, well, how do, how do I do that? I don't even know how to do that anymore. Like I've completely forgotten how to use this thing, right? You pull out that old piece of equipment and you forget and you don't have the instructions for it anymore. And it's like, how the heck do I use this? It's, it's that idea, right? What do I do with this thing? How do I integrate this now? How do I become this? So the first step in that process is just simple, straight up acceptance. Like I just have to accept that, yeah, I've got this power. I may not know how to use it right away, but at least I know I have it. It's here and I'm okay with that much, right? I still don't know how to use it, but I'm okay with it being here, right? So immediately what wants to show up, the mind wants to tell you a story about how you weren't good enough because you couldn't do that thing. So now suddenly you start attaching all kinds of crappy choices and things you didn't do and things you didn't say to this piece. And you say, this piece did this stuff to me. This piece of me abandoned me. It didn't, it didn't do for me what I needed it to do. Why did it let itself get buried under all of this pain? And what I want you to realize is that's a story, right? That piece, even to your mind, is unknown. It's an unknown. The mind doesn't know what to do with it. 
So even the mind is confused at this point. So what the mind is going to do is try to protect you from it, right? So suddenly this piece of you, which is the truth of who you are, is like a foreign object. Like, where'd this come from? But here's the reality. The reality is the pain is the foreign object. That's the thing you hold on to, though. Because that's the thing you know. So what you actually want to do is let go of all the pain, which is all the foreign objects, and you want to hold on to the truth of who you are, because those are not foreign objects. They are who you are. So you immediately have to shut down the stories. You immediately have to stop telling yourself a story that says that this piece of me is wrong or not enough or couldn't do it. That piece of you is not weak. You simply did not allow that piece of you to exist. And it doesn't matter why you did that. It doesn't matter whether somebody told you to or whether you felt like it was causing you problems, whether it was a perceptual thing on your end, it was just your perception of what other people thought of you, or whether somebody blatantly said you're not allowed to be like that. It doesn't matter what happened or why it got buried, but it got buried. Right? So the idea is we just want to accept it. It just is. It didn't hurt you. You put it away. You put it away. And now you're digging it back out. You're going to blow the dust off of it. And you're going to say, okay. We couldn't do what we needed to do when we needed to do it. But that doesn't mean that it has to stay that way forever. Now we have to figure out how to work together. We have to figure out how to get along. I have to figure out how to get along with the new, this new piece. I have to integrate this energy into my being, into who I am. And so when you accept that and you settle into that and you sit with that for a little while and you feel that new energy in your body, if you're energy sensitive, you'll actually physically feel that energy showing up. When you feel that, now you have to get okay with that. You have to allow that kind of dust to settle. You have to allow the energy to settle. And then you can begin to slowly figure out how to be that energy and what that looks like. And it's not an overnight thing. It's not, ba-boom, I'm done, right? It takes time to integrate energy effectively because it requires behavioral shifts. And behavioral shifts don't happen overnight. Behavioral shifts take courage. They take time. They take understanding. You have to be aware of yourself in the experience in order to be able to shift the behavior. You have to be watching your experience to know when to shift the behavior. You have to have some clues. You have to know what you know what's going on. You have to know what you're doing to do it. It's not blind. It has to be intentional. Right? So when you look at those past experiences and you say, well, you know, I made that crap choice or I didn't have that conversation. Past can be yesterday, by the way. I made a crap choice yesterday because I was, because I had this thing going on and today suddenly I fixed it. Now, can I own that and go back and have that conversation? Can I go back now and change my behavior? Do I have the ability to correct it? Once I find that new piece of me and I recognize it. Now, can I act on it right away? Can I get over it, own it, act on it, change it, right? 
Maybe you can't go back and do that with the stuff that happened 20 years ago, but you can go back and deal with the thing that happened last week or yesterday or two days ago or whatever it was. There are things you can do in the now to allow yourself to integrate that new energy. Where can you find that in your experience in the near, in the short term, in the, in the near past and integrate that energy? How can you use it right away? And by doing that, you're proving to yourself that you are good enough, that that energy is good enough, that it's okay to be that. So now that assumes, of course, that that the piece that we find is 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 quote unquote good, right? We're perceiving it as something good, like it's giving us some sort of power back. It's giving us some sort of um, some sort of attitude or behavior back that we lost that that created um, a sense of deficiency or not enough, right? So what happens if the piece that you find is actually maybe pain, right? We come in. Um, sometimes with pain from past lives, right? We come in with pain from previous experience in, in other lifetimes. So when that happens, sometimes what we find is pieces of ourselves that aren't actually of this current life. We find things that are in the past. We find things that aren't necessarily true in the now. We'll find pieces of ourselves that are pain, that are shy or quiet, right? Right. So my very early younger self was very shy. My little girl self, right, three, four, five, six, was very shy, very quiet, very, right, fade into the woodwork, hide, very sensitive, right? Typical sun sign cancer, very typical, right? <laughs> cancer energy, right? And so some of the pieces that I found were hers, of this shy, quiet, sensitive, hypersensitive little, little girl. But I don't necessarily need that back. I just need to be okay with that. Right? So when we pick up those kinds of pieces, either they're past life pieces or they're like, as it was for me, picking up the three-year-old version of myself that was, you know, shy and quiet and wanted to hide in a corner all the time. When you pick up those pieces, it's just self-acceptance. You're not doing anything with that. I'm, I didn't suddenly going, go back to being six, right? I didn't turn into a shy, quiet cancer sun sign, right? I didn't do that. I don't want to do that, right? That doesn't help me. But what I want to do is simply accept that, yep, that was a version of me. And she was okay the way she was. There was nothing wrong with her. So that even the pieces that are painful that we find, well, sometimes we find pain under pain, but even the pieces that we find that are painful to us, right? Or that we perceive as painful, even if they aren't, being shy and quiet isn't necessarily painful, <clears throat> but it can certainly feel that way sometimes, right? I'm just going to accept that. That's okay. It can just be there, right? She is part of me. So one of the reasons why I changed my name, I guess it's been almost a year now, one of the reasons why I changed my name was because I stopped identifying with those older aspects of myself. Right? I was no longer 
in a marriage, right? We were separated. So I didn't identify with having my married name. And I definitely didn't identify with having my maiden name. That was even worse because I was even further back and that was even less me, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. So suddenly I was in this place where it was like, I'm no longer that person. I'm no longer those two people, the person that was married and the, the, the person that was single before that. I'm no longer that. I had integrated so many different pieces of myself, but that I had just become a totally different human being. When you first start that process, it can feel real scary. It can be like, who am I going to end up being, right? And you start asking that question. And I used to ask that question too. Who will you be when you do all the work? And that immediately gives the mind an unknown. It immediately gives the mind a place to go, oh, shoot. I don't know if I like that idea, right? Because I don't, I don't know who I'm going to be. I don't have an identity anymore. If I don't know who I'm going to be, then I lose my sense of self in that, right? Maybe that's not a helpful question. Right? Maybe the better question is, am I okay with changing who I think I am right now? Can I get okay with changing who I think I am or changing the parts of me that I can see already aren't working for me right now? Some things are obvious to you, right? Not everything is hidden. Some things are obvious. You know you have some of those behaviors and you're like, this doesn't work. But you don't change it because you're scared of that process. But you already know you have behaviors that need to change. You just don't do it. So can I get to a place where I'm okay with changing the bits that I know aren't working for me? Can I get okay with becoming somebody new? Am I okay with the process of doing that? Can I handle allowing the change? Because that's all it really is. We just need to allow the change. We don't actually need to know where we're going. We just need to allow the change. So can you do that? Can you allow change? And if you allow change... then what, right? The mind wants to go to, then what? And there's an unknown there. There's always going to be an unknown. And this is where you sort of have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. The mind can always find a place for an unknown. There's a next step that always has an unknown attached to it. Can you be okay with that? Can you get okay with never quite seeing the next thing? Can you get okay with what comes next without knowing what comes next? Can you get okay with that? It's hard. It's hard, right? It's this constant sort of uncomfortable thing, right? I'm constantly uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm constantly uncomfortable too. Welcome to the club, right? But you just learn that it's okay. That that uncomfortable is just a sign that you're growing a little bit, that you're changing, that you're in in sort of a perpetual motion, right? You're, you're, you're willing to learn, you're willing to keep learning and trying and doing, right? And you're okay with that process. 
perpetual uncomfortability is all right. It's not a bad thing. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. We think we think the thing, the place to get to is the place where we're comfortable. But here's the thing, you've been comfortable in pain for how many years? Is that a good thing? Do you like that? No? So why do you do it? Right? Your sense of security, your sense of safety comes from that feeling of being comfortable. And so anything that sends that off or tips that balance upsets you, makes you uncomfortable. You don't like it and you don't want that. So you'd rather be in pain than do something else. But do you see how that gets you into trouble? Because now you're stuck. You don't want to accept the new pieces of yourself that you find along the way because they mean change and change creates unknown and we'd rather just be in our comfort zone. I'd rather just hide over here in the corner. But you got to decide to get okay with that unknown. And you get you get comfortable with being uncomfortable. You absolutely do. You get okay with that little bit of constant, I'm on the edge of stability kind of thing, right? There's always a change around the next corner. You get okay with that. You get okay with kind of being on the, on the edge all the time. Right? And it doesn't have to feel that uncomfortable constantly because like, you just like the pain you just sort of get okay with it but the the, di the difference is is this is a better place to hang out because you're not stuck in it it hasn't trapped you you're still free to move around you have the freedom to go still you have the freedom to change it on a dime you're living from your truth, and so you can adjust, you can self-correct constantly. You're not just trapped in junk you don't want to be in. It gives you control and freedom of movement within your own life. It doesn't have that trapped, claustrophobic feeling that pain creates. It's a better place to be. It allows for continual growth and continual movement and continual choice and continual self-acceptance and continual learning, continual understanding. And all of that comes from finding these individual pieces of ourselves that we bury under all the pain and learning to accept them. And that acceptance is the hard part because it creates that unknown, right? But we got to get okay with the unknown. Can we allow ourselves to shift even if we don't know exactly where we're going to end up? Can we be okay in the shift? Can you be okay in sort of a constant shift? You create the stability within yourself. The anchor is internal, not external. The anchor is internal. Just like in your human form, your center of balance is actually in your ears. Your power center is in the middle of your body, right? In your torso, in your stomach, right? That's where your power is. Okay, right? That's how you find your center. 
And every time you move, if you stand on one foot, it shifts your center of balance around. Your power moves. Well, guess what? Just like you do with your human form, that the thing that allows you to stand on one foot is the same thing that allows you to stand on the edge of the cliff and not worry about toppling over. It's the same thing that allows you to get okay with constantly not knowing where the next step is. Right? Every day I go into the day going, what am I going to learn today? What am I going to figure out today? What am I going to discover about myself today? What are the new things? Every week I have this process for myself, right? Where I pull cards for the week. It doesn't have too much of a predictive quality. It's all energy. It's going to be discovery, right? It's going to be um, self-discovery. It's going to be learning. There's going to be growth. How are these cards going to show up in my life this week, right? It really doesn't have very much predictive quality to it at all, right? Even when I see some of those, what we think of as negative cards, like the tower, which is like upheaval and destruction, usually it's just self-discovery moment. Oh, cool. Some big light bulb moment, right? So every, every Friday I do that for myself. Every Friday I give myself the opportunity to look at the energy of the week ahead. And it allows me to kind of go, cool, what am I going to find this week? Because I let go of the fear of worrying about what was coming. And I started to just allow it to unfold as it was going to unfold and get okay with that. And because I'm okay with the self-discovery now, every week I do a new thing and every week gets better and better and better and better and better. And this week we're working on getting things on schedules. Go figure, who knew, right? So there's the big thing this week. Okay, scheduled content, go me, right? That's been a process. But scheduling content is a piece of myself, a part of my power, that I tucked away for different reasons, right? I tucked it away. Oops. Okay. So now I found this piece. Okay. What do I do with that? Right? Immediate acceptance. Cause I don't even, I don't even argue with anything anymore. Right. And I'm not afraid of those bits. So when I find them, I just go, okay, cool. How do we, how do we, how do we navigate that? How do I make that shift? Right? Well, I guess I better get things on, on schedule. So I wrote down the days of the week and I said, well, what do I already have in place? So I send out daily emails Monday to Friday. I have my Uncovering Your Reality blog, which I've had on Tuesdays for quite a while. I have um, this podcast and my goal is that Patreon gets it on Tuesday. Everybody else gets it on Thursday. Patreon subscribers get it on Tuesday. Everybody else gets it on Thursday. And then on Tuesday, Patreon, um, on Thursday, Patreon will get an additional blog. And then plus social media, of course, and all of that. And that that becomes the schedule. And then I hold myself to that. And so I'm starting slowly. I'm just trying to get things out on the right day. <laughs> I'll work on time later, <laughs> right? But one thing at a time. Let's see if I can get things out consistently on the same day, right? And then we'll work on getting things out at certain times. And very likely, stuff my stuff's going to come out later in the day. OK, 
because I prefer a later schedule. So I'm not going to hold myself to trying to get things out at 9am. More than likely, you're going to get stuff at five and six in the afternoon, because that's what's going to work for me. Right? So the funky shift, the funky twerk in, in, in what I do and how I schedule things is that my schedules will be later in the day instead of early in the morning. Because that works for me, right? So that was the piece of myself that I had to go find, right? That was the piece of myself that I needed to accept and get through and then figure out how to make that work. That's the thing. So there it is, right? That's the magic of it. But every time you accept those new pieces, you just have to get okay. So it's constant uncomfortability because here we are. Now I have to try and hold myself to a schedule. Talk about uncomfortable. And just be okay with that. But my sense of balance, my center piece, the anchor point is inside of me, not based on the external reality. So... I don't have to knock myself off balance in order to accept that piece and do a thing, right? I can just question myself, figure out what I want, and then do that and get okay with it. And at no point do I ever feel off balance, even though I'm shifting the external reality and doing things differently. I've learned how to hold myself okay and true to myself internally first and then. Right. And it doesn't mean that sometimes it's still not based on some old crappy pain that I'm holding on to, <laughs> like, like like the scheduling thing. That's fine. Right. Because you just move through that. It's OK. I just allow that process as it happens. It's cool. Right. So I'm constantly shifting it. And over the weekend, it was the private coaching. I've been arguing with that forever. Right. And I've been arguing with that forever because it was a self-confidence issue on my part. That's the only reason I argue with it. It's a self-confidence issue on my part. And getting confidence, you can't argue with that sitting on the couch. It doesn't work. So I end up putting it out there and then I argue with it and then I take it back and then I argue with it and then I, uh, and I go around in a circle. And I've been doing that for a long time. But the reason I keep doing that is because I'm trying to find all these bits of myself that are stopping me from able from being able to be consistent with it. And the big thing that I've shifted this time in this in this version of the cycle is that I didn't just upend all the platforms and stop, right? I didn't just can the podcast and can Patreon and can the blogs and just drop everything. I got more clear that I didn't have to do that. And that I could figure out how to stabilize what I already had and that I was okay with what I already had. So I didn't, I didn't wipe the table clean, which is another old habit that I have. Right? So what you see me do is deal with all of these pieces that show up as they show up. What you see me do is work through these cycles and these processes. I just happen to do it publicly for you so you can see it in real time. I show you these processes, right? I can teach you how to do it for yourself, right? It doesn't prevent cycle repetition. It doesn't prevent repeats. It doesn't prevent mistakes. It doesn't prevent problems. None of this prevents life from happening. It doesn't. 
what it prevents is you getting stuck or you feeling a whole whack load of pain for no reason or you making up stories about it. That's what it prevents, right? So I'm not telling stories. I'm just shifting reality all the time. I'm constantly uncovering my own reality. This is the process. I'm constantly mastering my own being. That's the process, right? It's not preventing me from going through cycle repetitions. It's not preventing me from screwing up. It's not preventing me from creating different problems for myself sometimes. It doesn't prevent that. But what it does prevent is a whole bunch of internal pain. It does prevent me from telling a whole crap load of stories. It does prevent me from staying stuck. It allows me to maintain internal balance and be okay and just accept that I'll figure it out as, when I get there and be okay with that and not need to get anywhere else. Right? So I learned to make life tolerable and manageable for myself. And I learned to be okay in the chaos. My center of balance doesn't get tipped every time something like this happens. I don't get knocked off course right away anymore. Right? Where I used to, even the table clearing when I would and you know, shut down all the platforms and start again. That was still a little wobbly wobbling of my center of balance. It was still me wobbling, teetering on the edge there, right? So not doing that is me being able to hold my own and not need to do it, right? And it's all part of the powerlessness. It's all part of understanding how to use my power effectively, how to show up in the world effectively. Right? It's all part of the same thing. And it works. I can show you how to do it. You can do the same thing. It's not going to prevent problems. It's going to help you manage them better. Okay. So if you're interested, you can check out my website, delaran.com. Yes, shame, shameless plugging here of my own stuff. You can check out delaran.com. The work with me uh, button at the top of the page will bring you to the private coaching packages and also individual one-off sessions for those that just want a little boot in the butt. It's all there for you, including, actually, also, now that I'm thinking about it, scholarship options for those that can't afford to pay for packages and would like private coaching, would like to work with me again. For free, scholarship option is available. For those that are interested, I will be offering some free packages. All right? So I'm going to end on the shameless plug. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Have an amazing week and weekend, and I will talk to you again, same time, same place here on Master Your Being. This has been Della Ren. Have a good one, everybody. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to Master Your Being with me, your host, Della Ren. You can subscribe to my podcast and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Don't forget to catch me on my next episode. I'll see you soon.